I'm sure. Well, I'm getting a bounce. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lightness within it as well. Interesting. Yeah. You know, honey, it's a very yeah. tricky color, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Terry and I worship an unconventional deity. The power of another dimension. Now, you're not going to read about this dimension in a book or in a magazine or uh, in a newspaper uh, because it doesn't exist anywhere except in my own mind. <laughs> David, what? What? <laughs> what could have you such in, in such disarray? I feel betrayed, bewildered. How? <sighs> I don't understand. When a love that pure doesn't last, what hope to the rest of us have? <laughs> Hold on. Here, here's the tissue. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's disgusting. I'll wash my pants later. Anyways, have you heard? No, no. Do tell. Angelina what is the What? What? Angelina is the horror. Angelina is the horror. It's no more. I feel so betrayed. How can this be? How? They waited so long for this. They... I mean... They were together for 10 Jennifer. years. And then... He left Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah, he so did. So he could be with this... The perfect couple. The perfect couple. That waited. They stood in solidarity with the gays for marriage before they got married. Are they, you telling me they, it's over? The love is gone. It's over. I'm, I'm hurt. I'm depressed. I don't know if I can. I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. Thank you, thank you. So, so you're weeping in solidarity with me. In solidarity, yes. This goes out to all the lost love. One of Hollywood's highest profile marriages is over. Angelina Jolie has filed for divorce divorce from husband Brad Pitt. <laughs> citing irreconcilable differences. According to the court documents, the pair separated on September 15th, two years and one month after they married in August 2014. Jolie is seeking physical custody of their six children 
and asking the court to grant Pitt visitation. She is also asking to keep, quote, miscellaneous jewelry and other personal effects, as well as any ear earnings from after the date of their separation and other separate assets to be determined later. Already there is speculation that a tabloid-friendly child-unfriendly custody battle may ensue over their six children, but a source close to them asserted that both sides want a cordial breakup. Quote, other than the fame of the people involved, this is like so many other divorces, the source said. I'm very saddened by this, but what matters most now is the well-being of our kids, Pitt said Tuesday in a statement. The children. I kindly asked the press to give them the space they deserve during this challenging time. Jolie's camp is also focused on the children. Quote, this decision was made for the health of the family. She will not be commenting at this time and asks that the family be given their privacy during this difficult time. While Pitt and Jolie married in 2014, their relationship became the subject of speculation in 2004 when they co-starred in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. At the time, Pitt was married to actress Jennifer Aniston. In January 2005, Pitt and Aniston announced they were splitting, and Aniston filed for divorce a few months later. In April 2005, photos surfaced of Pitt, Jolie, and her adopted son Maddox in Kenya. Jolie later adopted daughter Zahara from Ethiopia. And in early 2006, she announced that she and Pitt were expecting a baby. Shortly thereafter, Pitt was granted the right to legally adopt Maddox and Zahara. Their daughter Shiloh was born in May 2006, and son Pax was adopted from Vietnam in March 2007. Jolie gave birth to twins, Vivienne and Knox, in, Ju in July 2008. It's like a rainbow of love. The couple announced their engagement in 2012. Pitt was there to support Jolie in 13 when she underwent a preventative double mastectomy. Mm. Mm. Courage. A preventative double mastectomy. <laughs> Jolie said at the time that she underwent the surgery following the discovery she carried a mutation of the BRCA1 gene, which greatly increases her risk. Of what? Cancer. Oh. Quote, my doctors estimated that I had an 87% risk of breast cancer and a 50% risk of ovarian cancer. Although the risk is different in the case of each woman, once I knew that this was my reality, I decided to be proactive and to minimize the risk as much as I could. I made a decision to have a preventive double mastectomy. So she kind of transitioned? No. She got a boob job. Or uh negative. Oh no. What you got to put back? Oh. They were just more 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 perfect. Oh. Oh. Tell that to all the guys that watch Lara Croft. Oh. <laughs> well, real news everybody <laughs> here on the David Allen show. This is episode 30 Oh man, two? Two? 32, I think. <laughs> I DavidAllenShow.com. 
Um, it, it is unfortunate. <clears throat> I, th I think the part that frustrates me the most about that couple, yeah, Brangelina, uh -huh. um, is that they kind of popularized this idea of let's uh, let's make a family and make a bunch of babies, and then we'll decide to get married. Totally out of ba out of balance, out yeah. of order, backwards, screwed up, wrong. Yeah. And the media said, yay! And weren't they the couple that stood in solidarity yep. with the gays? We're not going to get married until... Until everyone can get married, no matter what. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, unless you want to marry your dog or your sister or two people. Then you, th that's not okay. No. But... No. But... Gonna marry a guy or a girl? It doesn't matter. If you're a guy or a girl. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Nope. <clears throat> I was listening to a... Oh, I don't know. Local talk talk show on the TV local today. Local talk. Local talk. Local talk show. Okay. <clears throat> and anyways, they were talking. You know, I I was kidding around when I said, you know, if 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 they can't make it, what hope do the rest of us have? And then they started talking about it. They were talking about how they had a perfect life and they had all this money <laughs> and, and they don't get <clears throat> and. You know, you can't really, I mean, you can talk at the TV, but they're not going to hear you. But, <clears throat> um, I mean, you know, she cray cray. She nuttier in a fruitcake. And, uh, um, yeah, which is weird because her dad is John Voigt. Yeah, but he must have been. Oh, he's crazy. Yeah. But less crazy now. But, you know, know, I mean, she used to carry, like, a vial of blood of Billy Bob Thornton, of his blood around her neck. and Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I forgot that she was married to that guy. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so, so hold on. Let's think about this. She was married to old Billy Bob, who I can only think of as Sling Blade. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> old man creepy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Um, wow. What if what his else? real life is acting and that's just him? Ugh. Yeah, anyway. Cuz what else was he what else has he been in? That's Ar not Armageddon. Creepy. He was the NASA guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Kind of creepy. <clears throat> yeah. I mean not demented. Bad, bad Santa or something. I never watched oh, it, yeah, but I don't know. But so he was married to Oh, I know Tombstone. He was in Tombstone. He was. Yes. He was the guy who had the uh the gambling table in that casino and he came in and uh uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell as Wyatt Earp came in and grabbed him by the ear and threw him out. That was Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, how to go watch it again? Yeah. <clears throat> huh. Pull that smoke wagon. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tombstone. Thank you. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> and now moving on. Um. Yeah. Oh, sorry. She was married to him. Yep. Old Brad was married to Jennifer. Yep. So they were both married. They unmarried. Yep. And shacked up. <laughs> yep. And didn't want to get married because the gay people couldn't get married. How come they got married before then? Uh, they could see clearly now <laughs> the rain is gone. Ooh. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. And he used to be hooked up with uh who's the gal from Iron Iron Man? 
Uh, the gal from Iron Man? Yeah, the blonde gal. What's her name? Gwendolyn. Oh, Gwyn? Gwyn? No. It's not Gw- Whatever her name is. Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. Mm. Yeah, they were long-term <clears throat> for, for Who? quite a Who while. Who was? Brad, Brad Pitt and her. Before Jan- Janice? Yeah, <clears throat> back in the 90s. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but... Why does anyone care about these people? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of... It, isn't it weird? I mean, it's weird how it sticks. I mean, why I even remember this stuff. It's kind of disturbing. <clears throat> it's very disturbing, actually. <clears throat> um, I, I I do want to play a little a little ditty here. Okay. Um, this from Michael Jackson. Maybe. Or maybe it's not Michael Jackson. Nobody else can read it. Just delete it. Delete it. Pretend you thought it was all just spam. I hope the people that made this parody um, are staying away from hot tubs and oh, yeah. sushi. Oh, yeah. They're not doing any bench pressing. Uh, handguns pointed to their head. Yeah. yeah, from the back. From the back, from Le- the front. Left-handed. Left-handed. Twice. And you mentioned probably don't want to fly much oh, yeah. as well. Nope, nope. Just Delete It by Hillary Clinton. Hmm. Wow. So she doesn't really need, uh, <clears throat> you know, virus protection. She just deletes everything. Um, Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find this video, if I can find it. Bill Whittle? You watch any of his stuff? No. Um, Whittle? Yeah, Bill Whittle. Mm. The Firewall? Probably. See- I'm sure you've seen him. Um, 
Sorry, my computer is... Yep, 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 gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing games with me. So, but until we get there, let's do a little... A little, uh... <clears throat> pre-game, maybe. Come on. Man, I love this interweb. <laughs> Sorry. It's working great for both it's of us. It's working really. I know. I recently had a cough that turned out to be pneumonia. <laughs> I, uh, Aspiration. I tried to power through it. Oh, power but through. Even I had to admit that maybe a few days of rest would do me good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not great at taking it easy, even under ordinary circumstances. But oh, I'm so good. With oh. just two months to go until election day, and I'm spent. <laughs> Sitting at home was pretty much the last a, place I, I wanted to be. I, I want you to think oh. with me for a minute no. about how I certainly feel lucky. When I'm under the weather, I can afford to take a few days off. Millions of Americans can't. They either go to work sick or they lose a paycheck. Oh, they're don't dead. They? No, don't they? Yes, Lots don't they? Lots of Americans <laughs> still don't even have insurance, or they do. But it's too expensive for them to actually use Obamacare. So they can you say Obamacare? I just did. I knew that you could. I just did. You did. Goes away on its own. Lots of working parents can't afford childcare. Hello, 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 hello. What did you say? say? Let's go back. Thank you. They chug orange juice and they hope that the cough or the virus goes away on its own. Okay, if you go to the doctor with a virus, what do they tell you? Sorry, nothing. Go home and take Tylenol, right? It'll go away. Yeah, it'll go away on its own, Hillary. Lots of working parents. It's supposed to. Child care. Unlike Parkinson's, that won't go away on its own. College tuition. So for millions of moms and dads, if they get sick, there's no backup. Right. They're right. on their yeah. own, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. That's a story. No, they for power too through it just like you. Look at them go. Chugga, 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 chugga. Toot, toot. Look at you go. Sorry. Her own horn. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, pneumonia, speaking of b- b- oh. pneumonia, um, is it pneumonia? You know what? Uh, I was, uh, watching, uh, there's this, uh, this doctor, mm-hmm. his name, Hack, clearly. Well, yeah. Dr. Hack. Now he's a retired physician. So he, um, retired physician, uh, doctor, he has a position. medical doctor. <laughs> yeah. He had a position. He was an anesthesiologist. So this is not his primary specialty. But he has 38 years of experience, <clears throat> and um, he went through medical school, and he uh, he also consulted um, other practitioners who focus on um, uh, Parkinson's, and he also talked to uh, family members and people who actually do have Parkinson's disease. Uh, let's see what his name is. Ted DiBiase. <laughs> yeah, oh, Ted. Yeah, the trillion. No, no, that's a million dollar man. Yeah, yeah. a million. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Doctor Ted Noel. Oh, not 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 Kaczynski. The first 
Um, sorry. Uh, anyways, it was scary. Um, his video's been watched 4.1 million times. <clears throat> really? Yeah. It's called Hillary Clinton's Illness Revealed. And um, when you watch it, and then you watch some of his other videos, mm-hmm. um, if if you're a thinking person, if 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 you're not willing to take, if you're willing to to look at what we see, mm-hmm. you have to the, come to the conclusion that it is very compelling evidence that is given, or a compelling argument that he gives. And that, that what? What's his? What's his? Uh, she has Parkin- hypothesis. She's got Parkinson's disease. Hmm. Um, and he's saying, you know, maybe she does have pneumonia. But you're going to have, you're going to have, you have issues with swallowing when you get Parkinson's disease. Um, she's coughing all the time. Um, well, that's she's allergic to Trump. <clears throat> she already said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And um. Wait, are you doubting her? Are you calling her a liar? Yeah, I'm calling her a liar. Uh, horrible. <laughs> yeah. And I submit that that was probably one of her, one of the Parkinson's symptoms. I don't think she was barking as a dog. I think she just didn't get her medication that day. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, holy cow. I'm listening to this. I just listened to it. I don't know, a couple hours ago before I got on here so I don't have notes and whatnot. Um, but he not only he not only looks at that, um, he also deconstructs that video of her getting thrown into the uh into the, the van. paddy wagon. Into the paddy mm-hmm. wagon. Potatoes in the paddy wagon. Yep. And he also deconstructs his his latest one, which is four days ago, was the letter that Hillary's doctor supposedly uh, sent to the media about oh. her health, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and he he talks about four or five five items in the letter that are factually in, incorrect. That it, it would not you be mean the it, case. It can't be. It can't like, be the case. Huh? Uh, like one her and, uh, and I'm sure that the the mainstream media has like clearly spelled those out, and they've done nothing and they about called, it. Called into question this. Yep. No, R- no, right? Um, no. Oh, no, I'm so- oh they, sorry. Oh, didn't. No. Hmm. Um, he also said, like, um, is journalism dead in America? Yes, it is. Oh. It's bought and paid for. It's not <laughs> dead. It's a whore. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and uh, you know, without being too crude, um, if you're a prostitute. You mostly do it for money, but sometimes if you enjoy, if you love somebody, you will uh, do it for free. I would say that uh, uh, journalism is the exact same way. Most of journalism is based upon getting paid for it. <clears throat> uh, okay, real quick before you go on, mm-hmm. because you just brought that up, mm-hmm. I found this New York today. Times, uh, I think it was Saturday. Meet the Press. Maureen NBC. had a lead that said, basically interviewing all these Upper West Siders, Chuck panicking Todd. now. Uh, and in fact, I think referred to it as it's the polls are showing a margin of panic for Clinton supporters. Uh, just you describe this East Coast freakout that I feel like we you've seen among uh, the elites. This is this Maureen week. Dowd. Right. Well, my friends, um, one of my friends, Leon Weaseltier, calls it a national emergency. 
And my friends won't even read any if I do interviews with Trump. They won't read them. And um, basically, they would like to censor any stories about Trump and also censor any negative stories about Hillary. They think she should have a total free pass because, as she said at that fundraiser recently, I'm the only thing standing between you and the abyss. You know, oh, and they're taking <laughs> democratic strategists right. are taking in assets. Well, there you go. Well, in yeah. the Times today. <laughs> and they laugh about it. <laughs> but she writes for the New York Times and the people that are her friends who are liberal elites in theory, or presumably, I should say, yep. won't read an article she writes if she interviews Trump. Or writes anything merely remotely positive about Trump. But, I mean, she on a regular basis will write positive or negative things about uh, liberals. Yeah, about but they don't want to hear about it. No, of course they don't because that's their religion. La, 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 la. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, carry on with Parkinson's. Okay. <laughs> Th thank you. Thank you very uh, much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, anyway. uh, well uh, just uh, as you were re talking there, okay. I went to uh, the mayoclinic.org yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. to see the Parkinson's disease symptoms. This by the Mayo Clinic staff. Um, last I checked, the Mayo Clinic is um, somewhat of an authority in the medical field. Uh, a little bit. Kind of. A little bit. Maybe little bit. one of the premier uh, health establishments but globally, perhaps? Could be. Could okay. be. Could mm -hmm. be. Uh, tremor is one. Symptoms may include a tremor. Tremor. A tremor or shaking usually begins in a limb, often your hand or fingers. You may notice a back and forth rubbing of your thumb and forefinger, uh, known as a pill rolling tremor. Or booger rolling. <laughs> Pit pill. Yeah. Okay. Because pill is the pill you're going to pop in a second. Uh, one characteristic of Parkinson's disease is a tremor of your hand when it is relaxed. Now, I've heard through someone that they were talking about that Hillary holds her hands yep. in uh, uh, uncomfortable like, position, yeah. like like well, lobsters. Well, or, yeah, or like if you're gonna do, you know, a barky dog, a you know, yep. a puppet hand. Yep. <clears throat> in that closed, like yep. duck bill position. Yep. Which is the most uncomfortable position to have your hand in. The other thing is having, I think they said your pointer finger over the top of your middle finger. Oh. And that's to try to control the, the yeah. shaking, right? Yep. Another thing is to put it close to your chest. Mm -hmm. Keep it close to the vest. Yep. And if you have your hand, if you're doing something with your hand, the tremor goes goes down. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> he showed a video of her for the entire um, uh, interview. Mm -hmm. When she was being interviewed, it was up on a stage. She was shaking her head up and down like, yes. She does, yes. She can't, yes. And, she, and somebody counted over 400 times. Holy cow. Yep. And you're and so he's showing you this video of her doing it, and you're like, "Nope that that looks exactly like a Parkinson's." The other thing is rigid muscles <clears throat> is yep. another symptom. Rigid muscles. Another thing that he talked about is that you can blank out, that you can just basically not go into a hi. trance. David, hi. Hi. Uh, hi. Hey, 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 come back. Woof, come back. Woof, Sorry, sorry. Um, it's it's either it's that or the diazepam. Loss of automatic movement. You may have a decreased ability to perform unconscious movements, including blinking, smiling, or swinging your arms when you walk. <laughs> That's crazy. Or, to or think. doing the yeah like zombie mode. Now. Yeah, yeah. Weird. In case you missed that, for you people listening, um, 
Never mind. Kind of with the rigid. Think of zombie mixed with uh, Frankenstein. Aww. <laughs> well, less the rotting flesh and blood. <laughs> <clears throat> well, anyways, he goes over this, and, and he shows examples of her doing these things. And it's, it's very compelling. I mean, when you look at it, you're like... And and here's the point. And here's the point that he makes at the end. Um, I'm not making a diagnose. He can't. A diagnosis. Or she would sue the crap out of him. Well, and he can't because all he can do is take what evidence. He said he's doing what the CIA does with their doctors That's what when Dr. they look Drew at. Dr. Drew did and lost his show. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> and since he's retired, he doesn't have anything to lose. This Ted <laughs> no, uh, Noel. But um, he said, go ahead and prove me wrong. Release her medical records. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fact that she was thrown into the uh, into a van, and rather than going to a hospital, they sped away so fast they left her shoe on on the road. They sped away that fast, and then they went to Chelsea's place. So, and then the doctor released her notes about. Hillary Clinton, and he looked at it, and uh, a couple of the tests he said were incorrect, um, um, and some of the other findings he had issues with, same issues that uh, uh, Dr. Drew had, and <clears throat> the whole point of it is... Issues with the treatment. Yes, like with the thyroid, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, um, the tests that, that in, in her record that the doctor uh, uh, wrote to talk about... Uh, her treating Hillary that was released on nine on whatever nine twelve or whenever it was, uh, the test for her thyroid is an ancient test that they used a long time ago. They don't use that anymore. <clears throat> and um, so, if she's using that test about regarding her thyroid, then there then uh, basically he said there is something wrong here. Uh, there's something wrong with this doctor if they're using this test mm-hmm. because they don't use that test anymore. That's an old test and it's a faulty test. Why would you use that? Well, I mean, would the would the speculation be that maybe it's not a current doctor, or it's not a doctor period, or it's someone that read at WebMD, went to the archives of the interweb archive dot org? Well, no, <laughs> found I think some there, old test. There's tons of doctors. I mean, you, you, there's tons of doctors that will uh, write prescriptions for oxycotton for anything, you mm-hmm. know, for a little extra money. Um, but then one of them, she said that based upon um, some kind of contrast um, CAT scan, uh, she's healthy. And um, this Dr. Noel said, well, that's that's an incorrect, I, I might be saying this wrong, but that's an incorrect testing because in order for that CAT scan test to be used, you have to have uh, a dye contrast put into your, um, via IV, put into your blood so that they mm-hmm. can they can see it. And uh, she was not given the IV for the contrast so that the <laughs> test that, the, that they that listed. They didn't have the, uh, there was no evidence or no report that they did yeah. the IV? Yes. But they did the test that, the only way to do that test is with? With an IV. An IV with, with the, the radioactive the dye. dye or huh. whatever. And, and and you're sure that, like, clearly CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, well, NBC, ABC, CBS, like, 
they've deconstructed this? <clears throat> no, they haven't deconstructed any of what? this. Did they read it? They uh, they didn't listen to this guy. They read her letter, and they took it at face value. Okay. <clears throat> well, Drew did. Oh, well, that's true. And see what happened to him. Exactly. You know, um, so basically what happens is when this comes out, um, <clears throat> the first person who steps out of line gets thumped. And then there's no profit. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're a whore, there's no profit to step out of line because you're in it strictly for the money or for the platitudes or for whatever else that you're doing it. You're not doing it for the sake of, of journalism to learn something new. So, <clears throat> so basically anything could happen now, and the media isn't going to cover it. And um, a good portion of the Obama bots... They're just going to march on. Well, I mean, as we heard from Maureen, they yeah, don't. Exactly. They won't listen to anything, no. anything mm -hmm. negative about her, mm -hmm. and they won't clearly won't listen to anything positive or even well, anything about Trump. Maybe. Yeah. I think they just assume, oh, Trump, evil. Anyone else is better. You know, it, it's like I know um, some some Republicans that have that mentality, which whatever. It's like uh, somebody who would allow their teenage daughter to spend a lot of time with O.J. Simpson or Bill Cosby. Um, you can look at all the evidence that they're both predators, but you're, uh, would you really allow your, your teenage daughter to spend time with these men? <laughs> um, in real life, you wouldn't. But in effect, that's what these liberals are doing. It doesn't matter all of the evidence that has been presented that shows that that uh, that Hillary is an ab absolute liar, an absolute crook, that there's something fishy going on. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. We are with her as much as is. And it's insane. And that's that's my biggest problem. I don't care it necessarily if you have a different uh, philosophical or political view than than I do, but at least be a person of integrity. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and she is such a liar and <laughs> such a criminal. Be a person of integrity. Otherwise, you know, just own up to it. If you're going to just say, basically, this is my religion, then own up to it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but of course they won't. No. Because they're gutless. Well, and, They're cowards. Right. And... I mean, none of them think of it as a religion, but it's absolute blind, yes. blind. It's probably a technical religion because it's blind faith yeah. into something that's not real. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they more often than not <clears throat> would tend to be more atheist or agnostic. Mm -hmm. And they'd be the first ones to criticize. Or Catholic. <laughs> well, they're... They... Nancy Pelosi or Mormon, Harry Reid. Yeah. Yeah, I think though the the Mormons though they're more the exception than the rule. The Mormons I think are more conservative, but <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Um, although it does sound like it's kind of catching on with people. Um, I still think that Hillary's going to win, even if she has to steal the election because never stopped them in the past 
Um, <clears throat> but if it's something where it's an absolute landslide, obvious, I don't think that they'll be able to. Uh, in some of the it. some of the uh, non um, mainstream media has been kind of touting this thing that the U.S. has given up uh, control over the interweb. Oh over, yeah, you know, they, they've kind of October first is I the think day so. right? they're kind of ceding control. Yeah, what are the what's the likelihood do you think that that is deliberate to help censor what can go out there the last month before the election? Uh, I mean, I, I know it seems radical, but if the U.S. is in charge, well, we can't have that because we're a free speech. But if all of a sudden this other global mm-hmm. body is in charge and they do it. We can, Obama can get up there and stomp and yell and scream because, well, we don't do that in America, but we don't have control anymore. So there it's there. We will appeal to them, but it's, it's well, up I to would them. Think... Does that give the Democrats a way then to backdoor the, the uh, limiting of speech of anything uh, opposite I, you know, of I, their agenda? I wonder maybe at the margins it might, but I don't, I can't see a wholesale uh, um, censorship. Although, I mean, the reason why Obama did it is because he's a globalist mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> and he's a, Muslim, a puppet. Perhaps. Yeah, I have a clip later. Oh, I want to hear it. Resting. I would imagine. I mean, my assumption has always been he's an atheist and he'll take whatever he needs to promote himself. And, and it's still, it's it's one of those things that I haven't quite decided yet. Mm-hmm. And I'll never know, I'm sure, whether or not that the powers that be, the people that have all the power and will never know their names or probably never know their names, are they just satanically inspired or are they just absolute humanists, anti-God? They want to create a new socialist society where they are the overlords mm-hmm. i don't well, know and I, you know it, it kind of goes back to a few shows ago when jay was here with us talking about the, mm-hmm. you know what he he brought up the question you know what would be the point mm-hmm. of a of a bigger body controlling things you know what what's the what's the end game for them and i i don't know other than control yeah but yeah this is the David Allen Show on a Wednesday. Uh, we're coming a little early this week, just because why not? We'll be here, uh, yeah. Because we can. <laughs> DavidAllenShow.com
over the weekend, I want to say it was Sunday, but probably Saturday in New York. And was it New York and New Jersey? There were bombs that went off. Which is correct. Bombings, I believe, in the words of Hillary Clinton. The bombings in New York and New Jersey. Yep. And the attacks in Minnesota, which were in a town called St. Cloud. St. Cloud, Minnesota. Um, And I think it's possible that our own uh, David of the David Allen show here was in said town for that weekend. In, in, am I correct? Part, parts of it. Yeah. Mm. Do you, yeah. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> it was um, It was interesting. So boots on the ground. Let's have it. Um, well, when it actually happened, uh, we were up at a, uh, wedding reception. Okay. And, um, we were driving back and I get a phone call from my brother in Texas telling me about it, which is always weird. One time, (laughs) one time I got a phone call from him. I was working at a place, uh, I don't want to say the name of the place, but it is a place that is in the know about things. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I uh, I got a call from my brother in Texas that there was a, a, a bomb threat up at the school before I heard, <laughs> heard about it, which was strange. So it's just weird how weird. internet works. It democratizes the internet where you don't have to be in that town. You can be anywhere mm-hmm. and you get this information. So anyway, so we're 40 miles away and he, go, he calls me up and says, what's going up and what's going on up in St. Cloud? And I said, I don't know. And he said, well, it sounds like there's a shooting and a stabbing up there. <clears throat> so we checked the internets, the interwebs, and, uh, you know, it's Crossroads Mall which is the only mall in St. Cloud. Now, my wife is from St. Cloud, and I used to live there. We used to live there for about 10 years. Um, and when we left, we left there about 17 years ago. There was nigh, I mean, there wasn't any measurable Somali population. Now it's probably 15, 20% of the entire city is Somali. And these are like refugees. Refugees. Um, <clears throat> how, how, wh- how long has it been since that's been happening? Uh, since eighties, nineties. No. Oh, oh, sooner. Two thousand, like after two thousand, after nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, they've the, they've imported a hundred thousand Somalis s- since that time. <clears throat> wow. And um, right now, there's around sixteen thousand or so that live. In the St. Cloud area, sixteen one six. Wow, and those were not the original ones. I'm sure most of them are the children, um, <clears throat> but it is. You go anywhere in St. Cloud. There's there's two there's two WalMarts in St. Cloud. There's the the nice one, and then there's the one the not so nice one. Um, there's an Aldi's there. Have you ever shopped at Aldi's? No. It's like a, uh, it's a kind of a, not a, I wouldn't say a cheap grocery store, but it's a grocery store where, you know, you don't get garbage, but (laughs) 
you you don't get grocery bags. You got to bag it all. If you want a cart, you have to put a quarter in, oh. and then when you return it, you get your quarterback kind of thing. So they huh. don't hire people to bring the the um, the carts in from the the parking lot. You bring it back if you want your quarterback. Well, anyways, <clears throat> anytime you go in there, there's a significant population of the people, and there are Somali. There was this laundromat that I used to go and do my laundry, and there was a convenience store that I used to go to, and both of them are now Somali. Uh, owned? Gr- yeah, they're grocery oh. stores. And so when you when you drive by, there's 25 cars sitting around them, and there's, uh, if it's a nice day, there's, I don't know, 10, 15 Somali men sitting out smoking in front of these things. And so there's... Uh, the, the apartment building. Like if I lived up there now, mm-hmm. there's not a chance I would live in the type of apartment building that I used to live in. Really? Not a chance. <clears throat> um, my wife went into a Savers up there. and Recently? It, uh, it was probably six months ago. Okay. And there was a, a little Somali kid who had a toy gun. And... She looked at him and smiled and walked by, and he he put the gun up slowly to her and started clicking it, pulling the Are trigger. Are you kidding? At her. No, I'm not kidding. So you're you're talking, wow. you know, a six year old, like a shopper. Yeah, a shopper. another patron of the store. Yeah. <laughs> um, Quality. So that's that's what you have going on there, and um, they always used to call it White Cloud rather than Saint Cloud. Really? Because it's, you know, it's German population. Most of the people there are brown cloud? German. Well, it's huh. it's something. And, um, like, I, I think that needs to always be emphasized. We are not against people. If you're going to come over here, come and assimilate. Mm-hmm. Become an American. Mm-hmm. Don't come over here and be a Somali. Come over here and be an American. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the great melting pot. So I have no problem if somebody comes over and wants to be a Muslim over here. Now, I don't think that they're correct in their beliefs, but I think that, that uh, you know, America being America, it should be human rights for everybody. Come on over, but leave your identification back there right? because things have changed when I mean, you come over here. But for the past, I don't know, 50 years, they've changed it into a... Um, they call it multicultural, but it is basically, uh, the emphasis is to to destroy America from within. So you have all these little, uh, factions of people. And when that happens, it never ends well. There's always fighting and, and, and whatnot. So the issue is not the color of their skin. The issue is not where they were born or what language they speak. The issue is you have people coming over here that refuse to assimilate and not just refuse to assimilate, expect to be treated better than the actual people that actually mm-hmm. live here. Right. <clears throat> so we would never go to Somalia and demand that they uh, change everything for the sake of us, but but that's that's actually what happens. So you so I, I just wanted to point this out that there's it's not it's not like how it used to be up there mm-hmm. and it's not for the better 
it's not for the better. The only people that it might be for the better are the uh, uh, Genio because they have cheap labor who will come in and work slaughtering chickens and whatnot. Oh. Um, or Electrolux that has a factory up there. Um, the, the gentleman who, do the, who did the stabbing was a, uh, uh, was a security guard at the Electrolux factory. To cre- it used to create... Um, Oh, refrigerators and things like that. Now it's owned by Electrolux, so I'm not sure what they... Some kind of appliance. Mm. Um, And that's probably, I don't know, maybe five blocks from where my my, uh, uh, sister-in-law lives. And it's probably eight blocks from where we used to live and maybe five blocks from where my in-laws live. Wow. Um, So it's right in the middle of town. And all around there has become Smollyville. in a sense. Um, so all that to be, to, all that to say that things have dramatically changed there. Dramatically changed. But for the most part, people live and let live. Uh, the vast majority of the people there just, you just, mm-hmm. you don't like it necessarily. Right. But you you live. So, anyways, <clears throat> I um, I called my wife because she wasn't driving with us. She was she was driving back mm-hmm. with other family members, and I said, I told her, "Be careful. This is going on. Now you know tomorrow CNN's going to be out here. <laughs> you know uh-huh. all um, you know everybody's going to be in St. Cloud covering this. Don't go to the mall." Don't go in that direction. Just stay away from it. Don't worry, because I said you're not going to be attacked by anybody. Because realistically, regardless of what people say, the vast majority of Somalis are not going to attack you. Mm-hmm. Now, But there's that low level of anger and hatred and, and whatnot that, that goes both ways. But the vast majority are not going to... To do it, unless they take their religion seriously, right? Then they will do what this guy did. Right. <clears throat> and the um, the person that shot this young Somali is a retired police officer. They say a part time police officer in Avon. He was actually the police chief in Albany. Oh, and um, and, and also like a uh, concealed carry trainer. Yeah, and firearms and firearm weapons. Like yeah. Yep, and then he also competes with it. Um, in 2000, I think Perfect was, guy you want carrying a exactly, weapon. Exactly, exactly. Other than, other than maybe um, like somebody from the Delta Force or SEAL Team 6, because it would have been two rounds to the head and one to the... Or two rounds to the chest and one to the head, and he wouldn't have gotten up three times. Um, <clears throat> but um, in 2014, the, uh, the retirement the PERA retirement um, for law enforcement, at least in Minnesota, is it, it, the, the retirement for law enforcement in Minnesota is far different than anywhere else. In Minnesota, the way it, it was, you could go 30 years, and if, if you retired at the age of 50, you'd get about 100% of your top five years. So if you retired as a chief of police making $75,000 a year, you started as a police officer at the age of 20, and at the age of 50, you retired 
making $70,000 a year, you would get $70,000 a year for retirement for the rest of your life starting at the age 50. Now, the crazy thing about that, that is not sustainable in any way, shape, or form. And so they changed it. <clears throat> but they gave police officers an opportunity, if they were close, to, to retire early and get a, a small um, uh, lowering of their retirement. Now, at this point, if you retire at 50, you lose about 5 or 6% for each year before 55. So if you retire at 50, you only get maybe 60 or 70% of your uh, your top five salary. So this is the case of the of the guy who actually did the shooting. He was a retired police officer who is staying on as a part-time police officer <clears throat> um, because you get benefits that way, uh, different benefits. And he's also a firearm instructor. So he is he is the person if you've ever taken a concealed carry class, you think of the situation, you go, wouldn't that be cool if I could be the hero, <laughs> I could be there once and then stop it. This guy, right place, mm -hmm. right time. I mean, perfect. He has, he teaches gun safety. Can you think of a better banner? Oh, man. I mean, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Perfect. His classes will fill up in in a second. Yes, I will go yes. take his class. <laughs> Obama actually called him really to thank him. That's kind of shocking. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's up with Obama. He must be drinking the Kool Aid. I don't know because um, drinking something. Yeah. Uh, speaking of refugees and you know the Somali population, which okay. Um. Donald Trump Jr. on September 19, that's two days ago, to the Twitter account at Donald J. Trump Jr. That's a verified Twitter account. <clears throat> this is his Twitter account. Okay. Posted a picture, and the caption that he wrote was, This image says it all. Let's end the politically correct agenda that doesn't put America first. Hashtag Trump 2016. Yeehaw. Great. The picture was, a white table, white wall, white bowl full of Skittles. Skittles are very colorful. And the text above it said, If I had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? That's our Syrian refugee problem. And at the bottom, it's Trump, Pence, Make America Great Again. Retweeted 17,666 times. Likes, 28,331. Oh. Oh. Now, Skittles uh, is not pleased. We not happy! No. Which, who cares? I mean, if I eat Skittles, I mean, do they get mad if I... Mm. I would be, if I was like Skittles, I would go, mm, Donald, you little rascal. Thank you. Thank <laughs> no. you. Rascal. I, I Thank know. you. <laughs> Um, and then now, uh, NPR.org today, 11.43 a.m. today, Eastern Time today. Trump Jr.'s Skittles photo taken by former refugee and used without permission. This, <laughs> when, Donald J., when Donald Trump Jr. compared Syrian refugees to poison Skittles, the condemnation was swift. Critics called the tweet glib, dehumanizing, inaccurate, cruel. Turns out they could have called it something else. Copyright infringement. 
The photo featured in the tweet was taken without permission or credit from a man named David Kittos. Kiddos, which is similar to Skittles, um, <laughs> tells the BBC he was once a refugee himself. The photo in question, a striking shot of a white bowl of Skittles against a white background, was posted on Flickr more than six years ago. Kittos said he was experimenting with a DIY macro photography setup that he took when he took the shot. It's marked with a copyright note, all rights reserved. Kittos does, does said... Does that matter, by the way? Well, if it's Flickr, well, it, it matters only, only, and here's, I, I have a little bit of insider info about this, since that's okay. what I do. Yep. In order to go after anyone for copyright for damages. Now, you can go after someone for straight up, um, uh, like, like, I mean, you could go after someone. If you can prove it's your image, then you can go after someone, tell them to stop. Um, but you can't go after them for damages. So basically, it's like trespassing. Hey, kind of stop hey, it. Quit doing that. Yeah, get DMCA, off my lawn. Yeah, it's a pull down kind of deal. You know, stop doing it. It's copyright And then once you get off the lawn, then that's it. I, I, yes, my understanding is that's how it works. Okay. Um, in order to go after them for damages, for legal fees, for lawyer fees, all that stuff, and it can get crazy. I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars you can get if people have infringed your copyright. You have to have registered it with the federal copyright office. That's what I figured. Right. You have to act physically in like, order for damages. Yes. Yeah. Now, okay. If you take, if you make an image, you create art. It belongs to you. Yeah. Instantly, as soon as you make it, it's yours. Okay. But you can't go after them for damages. All you can do infringes. is tell them to stop. Correct. And, and, and rightly so, you have that right. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. Sure. So. There's nothing here. Anyway, uh, Kiddo says in his Flickr profile that he's a database developer in Guildfold, Guildford, UK, whose interest in high-speed macro and underwater photography, among other things. He also says in bold, quote, Please do not use my images for any purpose, commercial or otherwise. This includes linking from your blog or website, unless you have my written permission. Sending me a Flickr mail to ask me first isn't exactly painful, is it now? That apparently is what's on this page, according to this article by NPR.org, which always tells the truth. Apparently, Donald Trump's mm -hmm. son missed the message. Mm -hmm. Quote, this image says it all, Don Trump Jr. tweeted on Monday. Let's end the politically correct agenda that doesn't put America first. Below was Kitto's photo and the Trump-Pence campaign logo with the caption, we saw that fightable Skittles, blah, blah, blah. Kittos tells the BBC he didn't give permission for this photo to be used in that way or at all. <gasps> Quote, I have never put this image up for sale, he told the broadcaster. I don't support Trump's politics, and I would never take his money to use it. <laughs> never. People are so stupid. The BBC reports that Kittos is, quote, particularly dismayed yes. that the image was used to suggest refugees are dangerous because as a child, he was a refugee himself. From where? When he was six, he, Wales? And, his, he and his family had to flee Cyprus following the Turkish invasion. Oh, come on. We had to leave everything behind overnight, he says, who is now a British citizen. You can read more of his story over at the BBC. Kiddo says he hasn't decided whether he'll involve lawyers and try to force the Trump campaign to delete the image. Because he realizes he never read. Well, now, he's a British citizen. I wonder what their laws are. I don't know. 
This isn't about the money for me, he told the Oh, BBC. no. Mm-mm. They could have just bought a cheap image from a micro stock library. That is pure greed for them. <gasps> or yeah. this is pure greed for them. They should be. They should not be stealing an image full stop. Full stop. Full stop. Yes. Oh, moron. But you know what? I think that Donald Jr. was just powering through, you know. But this is interesting, though. Um, <clears throat> seven hours ago, the Washington Post said Donald Trump Jr.'s defense of his Skittles tweet doesn't make sense. Donald Trump Jr. in an interview with the Des- the, the Deseret News and KSL in Utah defends his controversial tweet this week likening a bowl of, poss- of possibly poisoned Skittles to the Syrian refugee crisis. But in doing so, Trump makes the same mistakes he made in the initial tweet. And in the end, it still doesn't make sense. First, the comments via the, the Deseret, D-E-S-E-R-E-T, news. Trump Jr. said the picture he tweeted earlier this week was about his concern as a father of five about what could happen, quote, if we're not vetting people and we're arbitrarily letting them into a country. We've seen what's going on in Europe. We can't be naive to that and pretend that's not happening there, Trump Jr. said. If there's one death associated with it because we messed up and we didn't do it right, that's a problem for me. He said the tweeted picture did not represent a ratio of terrorists to refugees because he, quote, didn't say numbers of Skittles, even though the accompanying test asks if someone would take a handful of the candies knowing just three would kill you. Now to the three problems. So this... The Washington Post, they're breaking down his answer. This is insane. Number one, Trump says refugees are arbitrarily being let into the United States. While this was suggested by his tweet, Trump is now flat out saying it. But it's just not true. The refugee vetting process is a lengthy one that can take one to two years. The people who can't be adequately vetted are turned away. We can argue that the current refugee screening process isn't sufficient. You can argue that refugees from Syria can't be adequately vetted, even with the most stringent form of extreme vetting possible. But Trump is basically pretending that this process doesn't exist. He's saying the Skittles are being indiscriminately grabbed from the bowl by the handful and that refugees are, quote, arbitrarily let in, as if the refugee process is a willy-nilly handing out of a plane ticket to Nebraska. Well... Maybe North Dakota. (laughs) Or uh, St. Cloud. Number two. He says he wasn't referring to a specific ratio. Since Trump tweeted this, our own Philip Bump and others have pointed to the data suggesting the odds of a specific American being killed by a refugee in a terrorist attack is roughly one in 3.64 billion. In other words, for every 10.92 billion years that Americans live, one skittle, if you will, refugees will kill an American in a terror attack in three. Whatever. Trump insists he wasn't being specific about his ratio, but the small bowl pictured in the fact that he specifically said three of them were poisoned suggests he was certainly inflating the risk, whether intentionally or not. If the bowl included, in Trump's metaphor, 10 billion skittles, after all... You can bet most anyone would gladly grab a handful or two without giving it a second thought. I sure would. Skittles are delicious. This is a Skittles ad. He says he wants the risk to be zero. 
Of course, in the interview, Trump also suggests even one poison skittle in a vat of 10 billion wouldn't be acceptable to him because of the, because of the risk it would impose to one American life. That's also a problematic position, though, given that calculated risks are inherent in every decision made by the American immigration system. His father, for instance, says he could be okay with admitting a Muslim immigrant from Scotland. But what if, in Trump's metaphor, the risk there is one poison skittle out of one million? Is that still a risk worth taking? Trump seems to say no. At that logic... By that logic, the only solution is a large-scale walling of the entire United States and all of its ports because every person coming in represents some kind of risk and could wind up killing one person. It's a very difficult position to try to decide how much risk is warranted through the refugee and immigration process, but it's a calculation that is part of the process and must be balanced against the humanitarian benefit in the case of refugees and the economic benefit in the case of immigrants. No level of screening is going to be completely foolproof, and there's always a risk, in Trump's metaphor, of a poison skittle no matter which bowl you grab from. Whether Syrian refugees, Scottish Muslim immigrants, or American-born extremists driven by racism. Scottish Bullcrap. Muslim? Scottish Muslim? What? Scottish Muslim. And so, so they're saying whether a Syrian refugee, Scottish Muslim, or an American-born extremist driven by racism. Because that happens all the time. Which makes the Skittles metaphor entirely too simple for such a complex humanitarian issue, even as revised. That Aaron Blake wrote that little uh, breakdown of Trump Jr. Because he's such a moron, clearly. Trump Jr., an idiot. <sighs> mm. So, and, and Skittles themselves, which I, can't, I can't find their answer here. Let's see if I can find that real quick. Uh, Skittles was not happy. Mm, what was there? Wah, 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 wah. But okay, let's think about it. If you had a pile, let's say, yep, a room full of Skittles, and there were a handful in that room full that you eat it, you are dead. Yep. Dead. And you knew that. Yep. Would you just willy-nilly grab a pile, even if it was deliberate? You don't know which one it is. Even if you no, I selected them, you went in there and you handpicked out. 50 out of those. Would you risk it? No, sorry, Bobcat Tail. <sighs> coward. <laughs> I am coward. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, I can't say you're wrong. Okay. Would you? Well, I mean, if someone said one of these is going to kill you, go for it. One of these, well, or five of these, ten of these in this bucket are going to kill you. No, <clears throat> I just don't think I love Skittles enough, even though this article said the Skittles are so yummy, I would do it. Now, if there's a yummy. calculated risk, um, now, there it, has to be a benefit in order for you to take the risk. They taste so so that's the benefit. Clearly. <clears throat> They're like cute little pets. So, I mean, you get in your car, you turn it on, you drive down the road. That's a calculated risk. The odds of you getting killed in a car crash are decent. True. But the benefit of you being able to travel and do the things you need to do 
outweigh your potential risk of dying. And so you do everything you can to not, not let that happen. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if there was no benefit for you to do it, you wouldn't do it. There'd yeah. be no no point. Yep. So I think it's the same thing. What What is the benefit of us bringing in refugees? Well, I mean, there is if, no benefit to the to the uh, slaves. There's well, the only what's benefit, the benefit? The benefit is uh, labor, cheap labor, and or the ability to disrupt and destroy the uh, the current. American society. <clears throat> it's got to be labor then, doesn't it? Yeah, but but the other pretext, I mean, they say they say it's humanitarian, but really, if it's humanitarian, that was your your goal. Um, why don't why don't we uh, go to war in Syria and stop this nonsense? Why don't we um, <clears throat> Rwanda? Why did we allow? a million Tutsis or to get killed. Why do we, I mean, it's not humanitarian. They'll say it's humanitarian, but that's not it. They're lying. Clearly. Um, you're swimming in a pool. Yeah. And someone has, um, peed or worse. Would you just, Swim, keep swimming and possibly drink that water. Now, personally, <laughs> I'm going to say no. Really? But that's just me. Ah. Would you? I, I I don't know. Again, a lot of it has to do with the, the mental piece of it, like the visual. And I, I think that's where, I mean, if we're going to use a pile of candy, it looks so good. And I almost think that is the best analogy of this because everything that it seems they are trying to tell us is they're so, the benefits are great. These people are wonderful. These are just people that need our help. Dang it. Mm-hmm. Just let's help them. It looks so good. It looks good. It looks good. It looks good. It's like mixing a piece of crap in the brownie mix and then. Yeah. It yeah. looks good. It looks good. It's fine. It looks good. Yeah. But when there's clear. Risk and clear. I mean, yeah. The Muslim religion tends to create more people that are willing to kill themselves or kill others to to kill people or to kill people. Yeah, yeah. It's part of I, the religious. I don't know of another religion that has created that many. Martyrs, and mm-hmm. in, in in that way, and I, I don't mm-hmm. even think martyrs no, the correct word, or at least they're blowing themselves up with the thought that they're becoming martyrs. Sure, I mean, how many Catholics in now in modern times? I'm not talking. But back I even in, back then, that wasn't the. I don't think it was ever sanctioned that you would that you would do that. Well, first of all, they didn't have the capacity to do it back during the Crusades. Because they didn't have easy access to explosives. I mean, the Chinese had gunpowder and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the average crusader didn't. He had, you know, bows and arrows and crossbows and spikes and swords. So he didn't have that. So it wouldn't even it wouldn't even apply. Right. <clears throat> 
But when when that belief system mm-hmm. has globally created a monster like it has, and you betcha, in the words of the Northwest or the the Midwest here, you betcha, you betcha. Clearly, every Muslim doesn't hold that view. I don't think that's even a question. Yeah. But when it seems that the majority of people that hold that view are Muslim, then there's an we issue. are stupid and foolish to not look harder at <clears throat> those that have that belief system, that hold that yes. religion dear. Yes. I think we are fools if we don't. Yes. And for anyone to say, well... How dare you? How dare you question the Muslims? They are so good. Okay, great, fine. Prove it. Yeah. A bunch of these people that have killed people globally are your same religion. Now, you may claim that they hold a different view. They read the same book you do. Yeah. So why should I not be allowed to hesitate? True. I don't know. The the other interesting thing is that when you have two groups of people that are supposedly being oppressed Mm -hmm. and one oppresses the other, what what does the media do? They kind of, they don't address it. They sweep it under the rug. Mm -hmm. For instance, um, you hear stories all the time of... uh, Muslims in Syria throwing homosexuals off of buildings and killing them Mm -hmm. because they're homosexual. You hear about that, but you don't hear it on the CBS Nightly News. No, You hear it in the alternative media. They won't touch this. But you have, again, it's that whole useful idiot attitude and, or, or the religion of progressive liberals i i don't know what they think most of the the people that um are intellectuals and supported communism were the first ones to get killed i i just you would think that they would think and since they don't think then you know that this is a philosophical commitment this is their religion And and the thing that's different with us is that I'm I have no problem owning up to the fact that I I mean I think there are very valid and good reasons why I'm a Christian that I stake my life on but I also understand that some people might look at the evidence that I look at and say hogwash I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I okay, fine. You don't have to. But I'm going to tell you, even though I have not seen God with my eyes, I still believe he exists. You might think it's a fairy tale, but I firmly believe and know and might completely am convinced that he exists. That's fine, even though I haven't seen it. I'm willing to admit that. But they, they're not willing to do the same thing. They're not willing to admit that where they're coming from is is a place of, basic religious devotion. So it's hypocrisy. Well, but it's devotion to a dead guy. Well, Marx. 
Engels, uh, Stalin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and, you know, they, they, you know, the, the people that hold, you know, the science as a religion or, you know, some atheism or whatever, you know, they don't call themselves religious, but it, is, it takes absolute faith to not believe in something. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're believing in something. It's just you're you're hoping that you're right. And you're believing in your ability to think, to be smarter than people. For for any of us to think that we can understand this system we live in, this universe, mm-hmm. it's just foolish. Oh, yeah, it is. I've heard I've heard atheists say it this way, the difference between an atheist and, and a theist or somebody who believes in God is that the atheist's distinguishing characteristic is they don't believe in something. It's not that they believe something, so it's not a positive thing. It's not positive in the sense that I'm moving forward and actually grabbing hold and believing. I'm not believing. But to say that you are not believing is saying that you believe something is not true. Right. So it is a belief. You can't cop mm-hmm. out that way, but that's how mm-hmm. that's how a lot of them do it. But <clears throat> it's... <clears throat> well, when, when the Dawkins, one of the oh, yeah. leading atheists... Richard Dawkins. Yeah, you know, when he is cornered, his response to, is there a God, is, well, there better not be one. He has staked his entire foundation of who he is on this idea oh, yeah. that there can't be a god, and so he used my to. My gosh, there better not be. He used to say that if um, that he the evidence showed that there wasn't any god, and he it was so improbable that he's assuming that it's not implying that there potentially could be evidence that would make him change his mind. But recently he came out and said, there is no evidence whatsoever that would ever make him believe that there is a God. Well, is he alive still? <clears throat> yeah. How old is he now? Got to be in the 70s, right? Uh, late 60s, maybe early 70s. What, um, at this point in his life, yep. I don't know if he has... <laughs> It would take an extreme amount of humility for him to change his view. Oh yeah. And so now he's got to just he's he's planted that flag. Yeah. In, in that belief, he has to. And so now he has to be sorry. There's no way that I can be talked out of it now, and that's because he's lived a lie so long. Yeah, and um. Pre- <laughs> Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> he doesn't want there to be a God. Christopher Hitchens, he died um, a few years ago of cancer. He was... Oh, that's right. He was kind of like Dawkins. Um, anyways, he, um, he he supposedly was an atheist to the end. Um, but, you know... I think that should be a warning to people who say that, um, you know, maybe I'll, you know, religion is for old people. When I get older, I'll, I'll worry about it or I'll think about it then. And that is assuming that your heart's going to be soft enough rather than ice cold, that you're going to even want it in the end. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, um, 
because, you know. Speaking of humanity and the evils of it, Charlotte right now is Oh, Charlotte. In chaos. Yeah. Absolute chaos. Live, uh, there's one person dead. Two people have been shot. One person killed in riots in downtown Charlotte when protests over the police shooting of Keith Lamont Scott yesterday spiraled out of control. The person who was killed... Has anything ever spiraled into control? Nope, nope, (laughs) nope. Sorry. The, uh... Um, CNN reporter uh, was tackled live on air. What? Two people are shot. Tackled by who? The per- protesters. The person who was killed at a, at a protest in Charlotte was shot by another civilian. The North Carolina city tweeted on its official account that Charlotte police did not fire the shot. a tweet from uh, at CLT gov which is the city of Charlotte fatal shot uptown was civilian on civilian CMPD did not fire the shot at one point a CNN reporter was checked this at this coming from real clear politics.com right now mm-hmm. um, at one point a CNN reporter was checked to the checked to the ground by a protester the body slammed uh, protesters huddle in the parking garage after getting hit by tear gas. Um, what is the racial uh, Check this out, though. The Charlotte Hornets team store has been gutted. How about <laughs> that? So they're rioting. They're stealing. Mm. But that uh, audio... Um. The audio that we just heard was video footage of two people being shot. Oh, of people getting shot during yeah. that. Yeah, oh, yeah. people man. freaking out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Protesters kicking and breaking apartment windows. I, I don't understand. Someone tweeted, I'd like to bet that half these protesters have the faintest idea why they are actually protesting. No, because it's just, it's crazy. Let's go get them. Yeah, run. First first Brad and Angelina and now this. Oh, I cannot believe it. We're falling apart. <clears throat> so at this point, um... WSOCTV.com is live streaming. Civilian shooting, uh, but also this is uh, now right now CTV happening live. Been telling us that an officer has been transported to the hospital as well with injuries. Uh, so we're going back to show you the images again, the live picture from Chopper 9 at this hour, where uh, still hours later, what began as a peaceful protest um, ebbed and flowed, no. turned violent, peaceful erupted protest. into gunfire. Uh, people are still milling about uptown, and that peaceful protest started just after 4.30 this afternoon. You and find it interesting well that, that peaceful protest, you know, it was a peaceful, 
and that peaceful protest started. Gas, uh, right before we came out to Chopper 9 here, <laughs> we saw some tear gas being fired. Yeah. This is trade in Coldwell. So again, this is uh, the largest group that we are seeing right now. This is, again, right next to the Hyatt Hotel on the corner, Time Warner Cable Arena as well. And on the bottom left of your screen, that's the Federal Reserve Bank. Now we see people, uh, a few people running. and we've. Oh, because of tear gas, okay? So you see <laughs> yeah. in the top middle of your screen right there some of those puffs of smoke in front of the Hyatt. Uh, that is apparently tear gas being fired by police and riot gear who you can see are now slowly marching toward that intersection. <clears throat> the problem we've seen, Erica, is that some people are not as affected by tear gas as others. You see a couple of smoking and burning canisters right here. Um, people have been picking those up, and we might even see people approaching them now and actually throwing them back at police. Now, police are wearing a gas mask, but the gas has had a minimal effect as they're now not as sparingly at all firing off their tear gas canisters. It seems like uh, they got several people now firing <laughs> off those tactical canisters. Rounds, as Ross called it. You see more flashes in 11 the 11.03 p.m. Mm. Eastern Time, which was just a little there. bit ago. So they are really making an effort to clear out this uh, intersection. They say and the man shot was critical, and, um, not it dead. It appears so that they're taking these steps because, as we said, we've seen this erupt into people getting very seriously injured with that. This is the David Allen Show. It is uh, September 21, 2016. As well. and um, we just got off the phone a short time in sure that was a yesterday um, uproar has happened um, mm -hmm. there was a police uh, incident where they shot a guy dead yep um, black guy which I believe the cop that shot with him was a black cop too so that goes against the narrative white guys are bad um, windows graffiti the windows and just before this we saw a person there's out one of the windows. Um, so um, reports by the cops that they found PCP in the guy's car um, I watched both video footage footages of the shooting one from the ground from the cop car one from a helicopter um, what it, I, I, who knows it's hard but it looks like he was at his car getting something when he shot on the ground there's something laying on the ground by his foot so they say he had a gun which it sure looks like that from what i saw okay so i'm sorry i have a hard time i don't know don't i mean if cops have a gun at you don't do something stupid yeah you don't at that point um you can you can argue it in the court of law any other way is going to end badly. You will never win. You can't win. You see that the police are there in their tactical gear, and they've now made it to this intersection. You can see the tracks for the trolley are right there. The straight tracks are where the trolley goes from right there in front of Time Warner Cable Arena to Elizabeth at Novant Presbyterian Hospital. The curved tracks are where the trolley actually goes okay, around. Okay, this Warner is video. Arena They're looking from a helicopter down. So, so the, this is happening live right now on the David Allen Show. <laughs> We're live streaming here from Charlotte. <laughs> um, so, I, I, again, I don't understand what gets accomplished by rioting in these situations. Well, you get free stuff. Other than free stuff, yeah. yeah. And you get to break stuff and yeah. not, nothing happens to you. Nothing. Yeah. I mean... Even so, though you're on camera, nobody yeah, gets arrested. Enough, yeah, nothing. Yeah. There was a video footage that I will try to find. I, I thought I saved it, but I'll try to go get it. It was of the brother of your mother um, let's see the brother of the guy that was shot was kind of 
like ambush talked to by a reporter. Not ambush, but he's right there and hey, what's going on? And he yells and says, White cops are evil. The white people are evil. He just rails on this. Now, of course, trauma Capuchano was black. Oh. But doesn't matter. The white people are evil and bad and terrible. Evil. Evil. But I mean, he is speaking out of his grief. Oh, clearly. Well, well, I don't know. I I don't know if that was the case. Who knows? Oh, here we go. Right here. Let's see if we can. Maybe it's like news time. Uh, I I do apologize. This could be um. This could there, there could be some language. Uh, so I apologize for this. This is the victim's brother. It's not very long. Guys, is there anything we should know? No. You just know that all white people are fucking devils. And make sure you air that one. Air, air that, that shit. Now. Don't take that All one white cops are fucking devils and white people. All are fucking devils. All white people. All white people. All white cops. Mm. Are you kidding? Now, let's say that he's distraught. Fine. Fine. But I think that's a bigger problem. That that's his response. Is this goes to all white people are devils and all white cops are devils. And he did nothing wrong. And air that. Air that one. Yes. Air th- my there you F-bomb go. about white There devils. you go. That's that's the point. Mm-hmm. Is that they're airing that. Yeah. Which is to incite. Now, if you're a white person and you hear that, you're going to get angry. Mm-hmm. And you're going to identify. I mean, it's going to... Um, if you're not careful, make you feel or think a certain way about black people. And if you're a black person and you hear it and you identify with with that guy, you're going to feel a certain way towards white people. And in the end, that wasn't constructive. Only one one thing will happen by airing that, and that is to cause further discord in our society. Mm Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the reason uh, the reason why uh he's doing that too is that how many of these shootings have have they been convicted before the body's even cold uh somebody gets shot and the media immediately goes out the president the governor the and whoever Trump even went out and was saying things about the it's just stupid it's like shut up just because you're yeah they they ask you Shut up. It doesn't matter. And and really, you can say what you can say. <laughs> you can say this is a tragedy, regardless of what, you know, please let the system work, but this is a tragedy that somebody lost their life. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to say. Mm-hmm. That's completely neutral. That's completely empathetic. But no, we can't do that. Okay. This is a bit long. I don't know if I'll get through the whole thing. This was a post by someone on my news feed. Friends. Mm. If ever there were a day for us to be able to hold multiple things as true at the same time, today is surely it. Now, what does that mean? 
Could today be the day that we say that it is possible to esteem the folks working and risking and sacrificing law enforcement for the good and important work they do? And also, because we can do this at the same time, I promise you, recognize that our black friends and fellow citizens are being unjustly killed by individuals empowered by the state who are not necessarily bad apples, but are products of a system that sees black people as inherently dangerous, as less than human, as impervious to pain, simply because they are black? I see it on my timeline this way, this way that we seem to feel like we must choose one or the other. That to believe and say out loud that the system is failing, and not just failing, but actively threatening the survival of whole segments of our population somehow means we don't value the work that law enforcement is doing. We can mourn and rage about black death at the hands of a police officer and also mourn the loss of police officers killed in the line of duty, including those specifically targeted. We can do that at the same time. We are complex beings given great capacity to think and to feel, to grieve and to act. We must stop believing that to care about one means we cannot care about the other. We must stop reading account after account of yet one more death and look for ways to excuse it. To say the system is racist is not to wash our hands of it, but to say that we must work to change it. Do I believe that officers feel truly justified in the use of deadly force in many of these cases? Yes, I do because I believe they truly feel more threatened by a black man. There's research on this. Really, do look it up. Whether they should or not is a different, different question, and in so many of these cases, there was no threat at all. But do I also believe, like a court in Massachusetts just ruled yesterday, look that up too, that a black man who was doing nothing wrong is justified in running away from police because he fears for his life? Yes, I do. See, this is the problem. Both have been conditioned... To react this way. And as long as we just keep saying we can't call these things what they are without somebody feeling like it's disrespecting law enforcement, then we can't fix this. I don't know the answer. I know there are solutions we can we can legislate, but policy doesn't change our hearts and it doesn't change the way we think. It doesn't change that split second when a really good guy, a man of faith, a family man who plays with his children every night acts on a subconscious impulse that tells his brain and his shut trigger up! finger... This person needs to shut up! ...that he is in imminent danger from an unarmed black man. Oh my goodness! What a freaking moron! What a moron! How about... This is, this is what I... This, this drives me crazy. Do you, does this person really think that it's racism that's causing them to shoot? I think so. It has nothing to do with their training. It has nothing to do with the fact that if if you're stopping somebody, you are required and and you're going to frisk them, they they can't be moving their hands inside their pocket. They can't be reaching in. They are taught from academy for schooling that you that that is a threat. And time after time after time, they've seen, either it's happened to themselves or other people, that you're talking to somebody and all of a sudden they, a, a switch is flipped and boom, they start attacking you. I mean, this is how they were taught. What a freaking moron. I, the thing that bothers me is that these idiots go out there and they just, they just consume the the, the garbage that 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 they hear on television and then without without even considering the policies 
that have created so many young black men who are killing other young black men and running away from the... I mean, who's telling them that it's okay to run away from the police? It's not the police. It's not, it's not the schools. It is either their relatives, the news media, or this, the, the garbage that you see every single day. It's Jay-Z. It's all, the, all that garbage. And that is what is pumped in their head every single day. And that's the cops' fault? Are you, you idiot? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just, it just bothers me. What bothers me about it is that it's that cognitive dissonance. Like she's talking about, I'm assuming it's a she. Am I wrong? I didn't say anything about okay. she, did I? Wow. Okay. But how wrong am I? Interesting. How wrong am I? <laughs> Why would she even go there? Uh, because it came out of my mouth and I thought I'd ask. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah okay exactly thank you the cognitive dissidence of of like bernie talking about free um uh, uh wanting to have free college education okay that sounds great but somebody's got to pay for it mm-hmm. the janitor isn't going to go to work for free he's got to get paid for it and where's that money going to come from but they don't think about that sort of in this sort of in, in this sort of situation the thing that bothers me is that these this this person doesn't stop and think what has created this whole subculture of young people that that think that it is an acceptable way to react if a young black person gets shot by burning down the town but if a 5-year-old girl gets shot in the head by a drive-by nobody says boo what You can't reason with this. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is why uh, this is why we do this. Ugh. This is the David Allen show. Therapy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I I I think part of the sentiment of that is decent in that we should as as U.S. citizens, as Americans, as freedom, free thinkers, let's say, we should have the ability to say yes, to see both sides. Yes. In certain instances, without question. Absolutely. But I absolutely agree that the the idea that there's a switch flip because it's a black person, the cops will shoot them. Yes. And that's not true. Well, and but by by default, the uh, the underlying idea is that the cops have to be white and because the cops are white they have this fear that yes. the black perp is going to get them that's an excellent point this moron here young this person here sorry i'm sorry this person here uh, that the fact that the cop who shot him was black just destroyed her entire argument mm-hmm. her entire argument is gone because if the black guy is racist against other black people, then there's something fundamentally wrong with him, with a person because he mistrusts everybody and he thinks everybody's going to act like an animal. I mean, her, her whole logic is, is destroyed by that. But that's not going to change her mind. No. And in Facebook, 
we all get to go and tell everybody however we feel and feel like uh, we should get affirmed on everything. I mean, it, that's why I'm not on Facebook anymore. I mean, I lurk, but I don't post anything <laughs> because there's no point. Yeah. It's a perpetual either preaching to the choir or or getting flamed out by some troll who doesn't like your opinion. And there's... Mm. Now, this person might not be a moron, and this might be just a, a knee-jerk reaction on their part, and maybe with uh, a sensible conversation, maybe they would come back more towards the middle. <clears throat> so I, I, I apologize for immediately assuming that... <clears throat> well, that's large of you. But it just it the thing that the thing that that just threw me over the edge is the fact that she's basically saying all cops are racist, all white people are racist. She just said, "Well, in yeah. there's an unconscious. Mm -hmm. He's black, so he's dangerous, mm -hmm. so he's racist." And so, so in 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 her mind, they're guilty first. They're mostly guilty, even if they were innocent, they're still guilty. Yeah. But I, I guarantee you, somebody who's breaking into her house, she would want the racist guy with the, with the blue uniform and the, and the sidearm to come and rescue her. If, if some guy was, was raping her in her house and he broke in and, and arrested him, she'd be crying and hugging him. The hypocrisy just drives me crazy. <sighs> So what's the fix? I mean, in, in reality, what is the problem? I, I think it goes back. Well, There's nothing you can't you can't well, fix this. Well, um, um, our culture is screwed. Right, and it's a lack yeah. of God without question, and in the black community, it's a lack of dads. Yes, and that's been evident for yes decades. Yep, that that's the problem. And the reason why there's lack of dads is because the welfare just appeals to the worst of human nature. So, it you are uh, you make more money mm -hmm. by not having a father, yeah, or not having a father in the house. <clears throat> so you can't um, win. There's no way. Right. Turn the children away now. Yeah. Thank you, thank Woo! you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh. Woo! Yeah. Ready? Woo! Uh, can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 uh. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, nigga, make some noise. Get him, Jay. Who you know fresher than whole? Riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lurking, yeah. Can none of y'all mirror me back? Yeah, hear me rappers like hand G rapping his prime. I'm young HO, raps great from dead. Back to take over the globe, now break bread. I'm in Boeing Jets, Low Express. Out the country, but the blueberry still connect. On the low, but the yacht got a triple deck. But when you young, what the fuck you expect? Yep, yep. 
grand opening, grand closing. Goddamn your manhole, crack the can open again. Who you gonna find open ahead with no pen? Just draw inspiration. Who you gonna see you can't This is one of the top recording artists in the country, Jay-Z, doing a combo song with Linkin Park. This is this is it. As I look down the list of Jay-Z on Spotify, I cannot find a song that is not explicit. There is n- one. It's a, uh, uh, one, 1998. An album from 1998 doesn't have explicit. 97, almost exclusively. Everything current, every stinking track, all of them have an explicit sign. Are you kidding? And this is what our kids are listening to. And this, and we wonder why. The black community feeds off this stuff. Whether I like it or not, they do. It's clear. Yeah, it is. And we wonder the problem. We gotta push the E on this one on iTunes. (laughs) And, um... Justify My Thug. That's the name of his song. Justify. Justify My Thug. He's got a song called Lucifer. That's good. Mm. Song mm. called Allure. Ooh. Mm. I don't know. Well, I do know. We need God. Yeah. Yeah. But that that song? Yeah. That I just played 121 million. 121 million listens on Spotify. Another song by him? Explicit, of course. N I two asterisks and AS in Paris. 278 million listens. You know, I uh, I saw on YouTube uh, some guy talking about how an asteroid's going to hit the Earth here in a few days. So, <laughs> huh? So, <laughs> so, so this episode of the David <laughs> Allen Show is not completely matter, depressing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha, we got it. So soon, this might be coming to an end. All this crazy stuff we're talking about. <laughs> oh, interesting. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com that's us.
This is the David Allen Show. A little crystal method for you. Oh, that certain name. To round out your, your listening pleasure here on the David Allen Show. This episode 32, I think. Yes. yes. September 21, 2016. Uh, summer is over. We're darn close. <gasps> it's close, not quite. All right. We're coming on to fall. Which I love. I got to wear a sweatshirt all day today. It was great. Oh, I know. I know. Beautiful outside. A little rain, a little thunder. Just slightly brisk. Yeah. So what kind of music, what's the genre of this type of music? Techno, I believe, is what you'd call it. Oh, so there's no words? No. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's more of the dance category. Or rave, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> It's time to stop talking over women. Uh, oh, 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 did you see? No. Yes. Uh, Wells Fargo. There's been a big scandal yeah. going on with them. Yep. A scam, as some like to call it. Yep. Uh, the, uh, their, their deal was uh, they were setting up uh, unauthorized accounts for people in order to meet account quotas. Yep. And like thousands of employees. And this was a directive or was a program that was pushed and encouraged by the top from top down. Oh, it was. Oh, sure. I mean, it was implemented by them. Yeah. I find it interesting that nobody went to jail, though, right? Uh, no one in charge went to jail. Exactly. Uh, so they can do whatever they want. Yep, 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 yep. Now, I don't love Elizabeth Warren. However, sometimes she's got it right. She <laughs> kind of had. Yeah, well, here, just listen. This is with the CEO. Since this massive years long scam came to light, you have said repeatedly. Quote, I am accountable. This is, she's directly, this is in a hearing with Wells Fargo CEO sitting there. Okay. But what have you actually done to hold yourself accountable? Have you resigned as CEO or chairman of Wells Fargo? The board, I serve have at Have you resigned? No, I've not. All right. Have you returned one nickel of the millions of dollars that you were paid while this scam was going on? Well, first of all, this was by 1% of our people. I, and That's and, not my question. And, my question is about responsibility. Have you returned one nickel of the millions of dollars that you were paid while this scam was going on? The, the board will take care Have of that. Have you returned one nickel of the money you earned while this scam was going on? And, and the board will do I will it. take that as a no, then. <laughs> wow. Again, I don't necessarily love a lot of what she does, but my goodness. 
Well, she had, she had a lot of good things to say back in 2008 when the whole yeah. thing was collapsing. <clears throat> uh, she directly to his face said, you should resign and you should be criminally investigated. Which I don't think is a bad idea. No. <laughs> really? Uh, here's another little bite of her. Million dollar bonuses. And you went on television to blame thousands of $12 an hour employees who were just trying to meet cross-sell quotas that made you rich. This is about accountability. You should resign. You should give back the money that you took while this scam was going on, and you should be criminally investigated by both the Department of Justice and the Securities and Exchange Commission. You know, this just isn't right. A cashier who steals a handful of 20s is held accountable, but Wall Street executives who almost never hold themselves accountable. No. Not now and not in 2008 when they crushed the worldwide economy. The only way that Wall Street will change is if executives face jail time when they preside over massive frauds. Here, here. We need tough new laws to hold corporate executives personally accountable, and we need tough prosecutors who have the courage to go after people at the top. Until then, it will be business as usual. And at giant banks like Wells Fargo, that seems to mean cheating as many customers, investors, and employees as they possibly can. There you go. I just wish go she get him, Elizabeth. I wish she would have said, "You make me sick." <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's one other thing I want to throw at you, Rogue, before we kind of wrap this uh, this early show up we're doing here. Um, Michelle Obama was at something. I don't care what she was at, so I don't. I didn't really investigate, but I listened to this. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> am Am I gonna cringe? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for warning me. You bet. Buckle up. If you start to feel tired or discouraged by all the negativity in this election, if you want to just hide under the bed and come out when it's all over, <laughs> I want you to remember what's at stake. The choice yes, that you make on November mm -hmm. 8th will determine mm -hmm. whether you can afford college tuition. It will determine whether you can keep your health care when you graduate. On November 8th, you will decide whether we have a president who believes in science and will fight climate change Woo! or not. Woo! Go get him, Michelle. Woo! Or in the words of Rush, Moochelle. Moochelle. <laughs> uh, so that's her uh, not being, you know, kind of sticking it to the people. This clip... I came about uh, on the No Agenda show this last weekend um, of Obama. He and ain't there happy. There is one candidate who will advance those, those things. Just those things. And there is another candidate whose defining principle, the central theme of his candidacy, is opposition yep. to all that we've done. So, Woo! okay, so let's, let's think about this. <laughs> um, should be for the, I mean, the good of America, the good of for the people is what we need a president for. Ready? Right? Right. 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 Okay, listen to this. There's no such thing as a vote that doesn't matter. It all matters. 
And after we have achieved historic turnout in 2008 and 2012, especially in the African-American community, I will consider it a personal insult, an insult to my legacy, if this community lets down its guard and fails to activate itself in this election. You want to give me a good send-off? Go vote! And I'm going to be working as hard as I can wow. these next seven weeks to make sure folks do. This and is hard. Can you believe that? Well, I'm I'm conflicted now. <laughs> I was gonna vote, but now I'm like <laughs> maybe not. <gasps> now there's now there's a reason to stay home. But this is gonna be hard. Have you ever heard a president? I'm gonna hold it as a as an insult to me and to my legacy if you don't as black people if you don't come out and vote for Hillary. If you don't do that, you are insulting me, and you're insulting my legacy, and shame on you. You are bad people. Yeah. Isn't that weird for a sitting president to talk like that? I, I, but, I mean, it just goes to show the tremendous amount of arrogance, arrogance that comes out of stupidity. And arrogance. And st- uh-huh. I... And again, you you can't you can't fix stupid. So it's dumb, especially not with Common Core. It's dumb. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, this was funny. Um, what, the bombings in New York. We kind of touched on yep. it earlier. Uh, Hillary came out in her airplane and said she'd been briefed on the bombings. Uh-huh. Listen <laughs> again. N- another clip. Uh, I saw it earlier, but then they had it very nicely on the No Agenda show this week. Been briefed uh, about the bombings in New York and New Jersey and the attack in Minnesota. Okay, what did she just say? She'd been briefed on what? The bombings the... In, in New York mm-hmm. and New, and New Jersey. Jersey. Let's and the start a- that over attack. real quick. Ready? Just listen to her words. Listen to the words she says. I've been briefed uh, about the bombings in New York and New Jersey. She just said the bombings. Right? Yeah. Clearly. In New York, New Jersey. Yeah. The attack in Minnesota. But there was only one bomb. Uh, obviously, listen. we need to do everything we can to support our first responders. Support. Mm-hmm. Uh, also support. to uh, pray for the victims. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to let this investigation unfold. We've been in touch with uh, various officials, including uh, the mayor's office in New York, uh, to learn what uh, they are discovering as they conduct this investigation and i'll have more to say about it when we actually know some facts okay when we know some facts now listen to the first question she gets 30 seconds ago 35 seconds ago she said she had been briefed on the what was it again the bombings the bombings she said on the bombings listen to the question she gets from the dumb reporter I think it's important to. <laughs> Can you believe that that just happened? Let's go back again. Oh Hold my yeah. gosh. Let's go back. Okay. Again. That was a great catch. <laughs> Clip of the day, right? <laughs> it should have been, right? Oh my she gosh. She said 30 seconds ago bombings in New York and New Jersey. The stupid reporter says, What do you think? 
of Trump coming out and calling the explosions bombs. Secretary, do you have any reaction to the fact that Donald Trump immediately upon taking the stage tonight called the explosion in New York a bomb and pulled that to the ground? So, what that proves to me is these reporters don't listen. You can't listen. She got sent out with the question. Say, hey, got to ask her about that. Trump said bomb. Trump said bomb. Ask her about the bomb. Hurry. Oh, Trump said bomb. Quick. We can't have bomb. She totally missed that Hillary just said bomb. <laughs> Not just bomb, but bomb means. But listen, all right. Listen to what Hillary then says. Well, I think it's important to know the facts. I think she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. About uh, any incident like this. Uh, that's why it's uh, critical to support the first responders, the investigators uh, who are looking into it, trying to determine what did happen. Uh, I think it's uh, always uh, wiser to wait until you have uh, information before uh, making conclusions. Uh, like calling it bombings? We are just in the beginning uh, <laughs> stages of trying to determine what happened. Um, wow, that was stunning. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. <laughs> sure, I've got, if I can find this one more, it's at, just wrap it up with Obama if I can find it. Um, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I went to the doctor to show him my goiter. I got this goiter on the side here. And, and he said, oh my goodness, that's the biggest goiter I have ever seen. I'm going to have to operate. So, uh, do you feel like you made a bad decision to ask me to talk amongst <laughs> myself? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. Probably not going to do it again, are you? No. <clears throat> uh, okay, this is uh, uh, President Barack Obama addressed the nation after a series of terrorist attacks took place in the U.S. over the weekend. Uh, this was two days ago, this article. Um, but appeared unaware of reports that said the suspect connected with the bombs in New York was already in, cust in custody. Obama revealed that the FBI identified a, quote, person of interest in the case and asked American citizens to report any possible details to law enforcement. He says, I ask that the press try to refrain from getting out ahead of the investigation, adding that it does not help if false reports or incomplete information is out there. He <laughs> This is the part that I wanted to scream. He asked the media to only report what official experts revealed. And he said this. He says, you guys need to only report what our investigators say because they know oh. what's going on. Are you kidding? He just told the news media, shut up. We're going to tell you what to say. And also ignore alternative media. Yo, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Which I think is probably, I think that was probably his primary focus. Don't listen to the alternative media. Ignore them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I saw that uh, yesterday or whenever it was, that clip, and it just made me want to yell. Because it's that exact thing. It's don't listen. I mean, we know best. Our people are going to be the ones that can will give you the correct information. Shut, our, our people. shut up, slave. Shut up, slave. Yep. Shut up, slave. Wow. <laughs> what more can you do? 
Uh, everybody, folks. Hey, folks. <laughs> what more can you do, folks? John C. Dvorak says when he says folks, he means idiots. And I think he's right. I think... Yeah. I. So now, every, every time you hear Obama, especially, and any other liberal say folks, well, anyone really, in politics, say folks... Are you calling me an idiot? Just think. <laughs> think idiot. <clears throat> this is the David Allen Show. Thanks for sticking with us on this crazy night. It's always a crazy night here. But on a positive, on a positive note, uh, we might get hit by an asteroid. So, <laughs> yeah. hey, <laughs> Parkinson's. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna change. That's going to be be the sound bite for Parkinson's now. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yep. Well, well, well. Uh, we should be back next. I think next Thursday. We should be on time next week. Yeah, I you think never so. Know. If not, well, <laughs> iTunes. Just set set it to alert, and when the new one comes out, you'll get it. Yeah, there you go. Sorry about our technical difficulties. Yep. We uh, had some interweb issues, but hey, we got them. It's all right. We got it figured out. It's all good. I think. I think so. Uh, this is the David Allen Show one once again, DavidAllenShow.com. Yeah, that's us. Gmail, DavidAllenShow at gmail.com. Yep, sure, that's us. Uh, very soon we will have a Patreon uh, a page, which will allow you to pay us money. Support <laughs> this page. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if, if you find value in this page, kick a page in this show. Kick back a little whatever you think is worth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anything is good. <laughs> Your money's so bad. Sorry. Sorry. Because we bring you stories like Brangelina No More. Mm. Mm. And really, without, mm. I mean, what would you do without that? Uh, I mean, real news that you well, care about here okay. yeah. on the David Allen Show. Yeah. yeah. Have a Thanks. wonderful evening, everybody. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Yep. We'll see you next week. Toodles. Toodles.